Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Movement Monday and I am giving you a quick what to do when you have 15 minutes. I'm asked this a lot. What to do when you have 15 minutes? If you have 15 minutes to move on a certain day, what, you know, what are you going to do? So, here's what I would say is choose the 15 minutes and do uh, when you think you can absolutely get it done. If you can do get it done before like mid-afternoon, it, you're, it's much better. Unless you're one of those people that knows you do better at nighttime. It's just when you move earlier in the day, you're more likely to move uh, better and you're more likely to be consistent, in my opinion, because you're getting it done, you know, and then you're more inspired to move more. It It's just Newton's law. Things at rest want to stay at rest. Things in motion want to stay in motion. So if we capitalize on that, moving for 15 minutes, will it might turn into moving for 30 minutes or an hour or might turn into multiple 15-minute options, which is even better. So what I would say is here's if you only give yourself 15 minutes here's what you can do. But you could also do this one or two or three times. And I've had a lot of people write me and say they love my 15 minute classes on my lit daily because there's some days they're so busy and they just they can't get to a regular, you know, 30, 45 minute, 60 minute class. I offer all of those and they love the 15 minute ones. And then many of them will say, "Oh, I did that. I did it in the morning and then I wanted it again, so I did it in the afternoon." So again, it kind of inspires um, more movement. But here's what I would do. You've got 15 minutes and you want to kind of hit all the parts. You want to move the big synovial joints, the hips and the shoulders. 
You want to engage the core so that you're going to be more likely to stand well, move well, sit well the rest of the day. And then you want to break a little bit of a sweat because breaking the sweat is just makes you feel great. It's a wonderful way of literally um, sweating out some cortisol, some stress, whatever that you might be carrying because we all carry it uh, just based on you know what's happened in the last 24 hours or the last 24 years. So we want to do all of those things. So 15 minutes isn't a lot, but here's what I would do. The first thing is I would um, stand up, reach your arms up toward the ceiling and bop up and down on your on your um, big toe mound. So you're lifting your heels up and down and do that for like a minute because you will create heat in your plantar fascia, which comes and connects to the, the whole back line fascia. And reaching the arms up just kind of stimulates the whole nervous system. And you do that for a minute and you're just kind of geared up. And then you can start adding just a tiny little hop with that, like up and down, up and down, and then just like hop, 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 almost like you were jumping rope, but it's light. It doesn't like, especially if you're stiff, you don't have to get a lot of uh, off the ground, but do that for a, another minute. So that's two minutes right there, but you've warmed yourself up in a way that is you're ready, you know, you're ready to play, so to speak. Then I would drop down on the ground really quickly and do a bridge pose. I can't not do a bridge at the beginning of movement because it helps set the neutral pelvis. It helps get the glutes going. So when you lift your hips up and bridge, your feet are on the floor, you're not going to lift too high. The goal is to keep the length in your spine the same. So you will actively reach your tailbone towards your heels and not let the tailbone dip down toward the floor, which means you're tipping in the pelvis. If you only get a little bit off the ground doing that, that's fine. But once you reach the top of your bridge, stay there and then really pulse little tiny pulses up and down and as if you were dialing up your glutes to 75%, just tiny little um, hip presses. So it's also known as like little hip thrust, but I want them to be small because at the same time, you're tightening your front body, your abdominal wall to control it and get that core active. And I would open your mouth wide and let out a big ha, like let the breath out. We, um, I often say in my class, we kind of walk around in this emotional constipation where we just like clench our jaw and clench our feelings. And, and a movement is a way of moving some of that crap out. So just like, ah, let it out through the mouth. So do that for another minute, right? So you're, you're there. And then I would come right around onto all fours. So you're in quadruped and tighten the belly up get the neck in line and step one foot back at a time for plank. And then do that. So you would, so say you're on all fours, you would step your left foot back and then your right foot back, hold it, tighten up your core, tighten up your glutes, do another ha, and then bring the knees back down in a quadruped. Step back again. It can be left and right. It can be right and left. You can alternate, but you want to step it back into plank and hold it for like five seconds, let out that ha, and then back into quadruped. I would do that for another minute. So I think we're now at four minutes. And then this, the final, like after you've done it for a minute, hold it in plank and start walking your feet out, out, in, in. So left, right, left, right. So you go out, out with the left and then the right and then in, in, left and then right. And you're holding plank. If you're already feeling a little bit more spirited because you've done those like heel bops at the very beginning, you can actually hop it out and in like you're doing jacks, but your hands are on the floor. Do that for a minute. Breathe out when you need to. And at the very end of that, do a big exhale out. From that last one, step your left foot forward and come up into a crescent lunge. So your left knee is bent, your right knee is off the floor, but most likely, again, because you're not, you don't have a ton of time here, that knee might need to be bent to keep your pelvis neutral. Tighten your belly like you're getting like 
like a sucker punch, like, ugh, get that ugh feeling. And then bring your right knee up to your chest as you straighten your left leg. So come back into a crescent lunge, your left knee is bent, stand tall and lift the right knee up. Do this for a minute. You can add on to that by hopping on that left foot every time the right knee comes up towards your chest. So this is getting those big joints of the hips moving, but you want to hold your abdominals tight when you're doing this. You're not letting your low back um, bop around. And then open up into a squat. So you'll just from that, you did that for a minute, you'll open up to a squat. So your feet are either parallel or slightly turned out and then just pulse in that squat. And as you're pulsing, so this is goddess squat for those of you who take yoga, as you're pulsing up and down, bring your arms to the horizontal line and pull them back as you pulse up and down. So they're they're pulling back to open up your chest wall. Do this for another minute and then you'll repeat the crescent lunge on the right leg where the left knee comes up and you'll do that for a minute. So you've already gotten a lot done there. What I would do is go through that entire sequence again, starting from quadruped, walking back into plank, doing the plank jacks, out and in, out and in, left foot forward for crescent lunge, add the hop, do the squat, uh, goddess squat, pulsing the arms, but now maybe reach the arms up and then swing them down between your legs. So you're almost like almost like a goblet, uh, or if you had a kettlebell type of thing, you would swing the arms down and then you lift up. Then um, do that one more time, let the whole sequence one more time, that should almost be at 15 minutes, but you could just do it a little bit faster this last time, and then add a hop with that squat. And that should be amazing because you've moved your shoulders, you've weight bared on your hands, so you're getting shoulder integration, you're doing bigger movements for the hips, and you should feel really, really awake. So have like a routine like that that you could do every single day if you're somebody who needs a routine and that kind of consistency. But you can see what I did is I did some weight bearing, hands and feet. I got the core active. I started with a, a like some awakening for the uh, fascia, which fascia again is connective tissue that covers everything. And when it's bound from not being able to move very much, it really kind of blocks the flow of energy and the efficiency of energy. So give that a try. That's your Movement Monday tip. And always write me and let me know, what do you want me to talk about on Monday? It can be a physical therapy thing. It could be a movement thing. It could be a movement in life thing. It's all up for grabs. As always, I'm pulling for you. Thank you so much for listening and please share with your friends. Hugs from me to you.